Hello, lovers. If you are ready to blow his mind with your mouth, be sure to pick up a copy of my book, Blow His Mind With Your Mouth. It's available on Amazon Kindle, in paperback, and you can even listen to it in the car on Audible. Sex Unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshamed sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee, and I'm so happy to be with you again today. I want to talk about something I have never talked about. But to get there, I want to just kind of give us a foundation and a bouncing off spot. If you follow me on Facebook, you probably know I love animals. I love wild animals. I feed them by hand. One of the animals that I feed by hand are raccoons. Now, there are some people who are like, I hate raccoons. They get in my trash and they do this and that. And I'm like, okay, I don't feel that way. I feed raccoons and other wild animals because I feel like if I can give them a place that makes sense to me, then we have a nicer relationship. So when I had my place in Florida, I had this raccoon. I named her Bandit, and she used to come visit me. Now, if you go to Facebook and you put in my name and Bandit, you're going to see two videos. One of them is where she introduced me to her babies, which I thought was really sweet because we hadn't known each other very long. And another one is where I fed her out of my hand. And the reason I share this with you is because Bandit never got in my trash. She never tore anything up at my house. She never got into anything she wasn't supposed to get into. I had a very specific place for her to eat, and she went to it. And so there was a cabinet, and I know they like to be, you know, a little active and with their little fingers. And so I would put it in the cabinet, and I would, I would slam it twice so she knew that food was in there. And she would come, and she would open the cabinet and take out the food. And I will tell you, our relationship was perfect because I didn't try to change who she was. Like, she's a raccoon. I back up to this beautiful canal. There's no way she's not going to come foraging for food because that's what they do. The reason I share this with you is because I want you to imagine for a second that everything in the world and every person in the world is going to do what their, what their instinct and their nature calls them to do. I spent some time this weekend with uh, some family, and I talked to a woman who has a, da- who has a Down syndrome daughter. Now, her daughter is 30 years old. Maybe she's 35. I can't remember, but she's over her 30. In any case, the conversation turned, and the woman was telling a story about how her daughter had actually made some suggestive comments to, some pl- to a man where she worked. Now, luckily for this girl, she didn't, you know, she didn't get into any trouble and it was, she wasn't dangerous or anything like that because it was one of the owners, I think owner's sons or somebody they knew. In any case, the point was um, the mom was, was notified immediately and then the mom kind of reacted the way I think most fearful parents would react, especially if you have a special needs child because you don't want your child to be victimized. You don't want anything bad to happen to your kid no matter how, who you are. And so mom reacted along with, I think, um, maybe her son and a daughter or whatever. But the point is, is I got to really thinking about Down syndrome people or people with special needs. You know, as they evolve and age, sexually, they're going to want to be active as well. And I know it's really scary. So I'm, I'm just trying to go back to the bandit story for a minute because this is where I'm going. They're going to want to play with their bodies. They're going to want to play with other bodies. They're going to want to explore the same way we want to explore. 
And it really kind of made me think, how would I handle that as a parent? Now, if you listen to my other show I did, I did several months ago about um, kinky kids, what do you do if your kids are kinky? If you haven't listened to that show, the woman, um, her son was sniffing her, her panties, or her nylons, her son was sniffing her nylons, and she gave him the space to do that. And so it got me to really focusing on, when we're talking about somebody who, maybe they don't have Down syndrome, maybe they're just socially awkward, or maybe they're just um, maybe slower. And I hate to, I, I'm, I'm trying so hard. I don't want to offend anyone. So if you're getting offended, please know in advance, my heart is pure and I'm coming in love, but I'm trying to find language that is not offensive. But if you're, if somebody comes in as special needs, they're still going to have that same desire because your hormones are your hormones. You, there, there is an availability. And that's what the mom said. She said during COVID, she was watching a lot of things on her, so, on social media and she was learning a lot and things that she didn't anticipate. But at the end of the day, she made a suggestive comment. And so I met the young woman, and I could see as she was talking to some of the guys that were there, husbands and stuff, that she was very affectionate and eager for attention. And I thought, gosh, you know, if I were her, I would feel the same way. I mean, she's got her mom, which is her mom, which is a normal mother-daughter relationship, and you know, obviously no sexual contact there. But if I'm 30 years old or 35 years old or whatever it is, I'm going to want to explore my body and I'm going to want to explore other people's bodies. And so I'm making a suggestion and I do not have a special needs child, but I just, from my own perspective, it seems like if you gave someone a place that that was safe. So I did some research and there's actually a Down syndrome dating site where, pe where other people with Downs can meet each other. And I thought, this is wonderful. Now, I don't know if there's like, I know Angelman is another, is another big one. I don't know if there are other dating, if there are other dating sites for other special needs people. But if I were the parent of a special needs child, these are the kind of places I would be looking for. And if there aren't, by God, I would start one. Because sexual exploration is something you do as a baby, right? I mean, when you have little kids, the first thing they do is the minute they figure out their parts feel good is they have their hands in their diaper. So if, if you've got a special needs kid, and if you have a Down syndrome kid, um, I will put the link in the show notes, but let me get it for you real quick. Let me read it for you here. It's called um, downsyndrome.disabledmate.com. And it says, no limits for love at, de at disabledmate.down syndrome. And I think that's just remarkable because sexual activity is not limited to those of us that are, you know, quote unquote, normal and societally acceptable and all that, you know, so sexual intercourse and sexual pleasure is as much a part of, uh, you know, an infant pleasuring themselves, you know, as, as it is a grown up who has not had the opportunity to explore. Because I think when people talk about, you know, I want to be clear, it is 100% wrong for someone to take advantage for some, of someone else. Under any circumstances, you know, sex trafficking, all of that, that's, that, I get it, right? I'm, I'm there for it. But she's the one who made the comment, and she's the one who made the suggestion, and that means that she's thinking about it. And if you're like most parents, you might want to put a halt to that. You want to, you know, bar the doors, if you will. But if you were ever a hormonal teenager then you know where there's a will, there's a way. I mean, kids sneak out for a reason, and they run away from home for a reason, and they find places to do things for a reason, because someone has told them they can't. 
And we're here for joy and freedom and expansion, which means if you tell someone they can't do it, I mean, think about you. If I said, okay, you have all of these feelings and you have all of these emotions and you have all of these desires, and I'm telling you right now, you can't have them. You can't do anything about them. What's the first thing you're going to try to do? So, you know, and I, that's why I brought up the raccoon story, because instead of having a fight with the raccoon, instead of fighting with Bandit and telling her what she couldn't do and don't get in my trash and don't do this and don't do that, I gave her a safe outlet for it. So I think there's a lot here that can be done for people, especially if you have a child, let's say, for example, you have a child who can't have a relationship with someone else, but she's still having those feelings or he's still having those feelings. You know, I'm all for um, those um, AI. I know that they have some of those where, where it's virtual reality. And, you know, you and I think that's a great thing because maybe you're maybe you're somebody who doesn't like to be touched or maybe you've got you know some some you know like i said maybe there's somebody who who just wasn't born with with all of the capacities to have a fulfilling sexual relationship with with another human there are options and i'm just offering this as a little piece of you know advice here is if you've got a kid who is having some of this and they're maybe they're you know i say kid but they're an adult you know i have a grown child and if they were having these challenges, these are the things I would want done for me. So these are the things I would, I would want to do for them. You know, I would want to make sure that, that there's a safe place for them. I was super excited when I saw Disabled Mate Down Syndrome. And again, the website is downsyndrome.disabledmate.com. And what a wonderful opportunity. So I think about it, too, for people who maybe have um, some sexual feelings, but they, they don't really, you know, I know there's some people that are asexual. And I know there's some people that maybe have some trauma or something, and they don't really want anyone else touching them, but they still have those same feelings. I really love the idea of, of maybe some AI or some virtual reality, because it sure is a safe place to do that. I feel like I just want to remind you that if you have a child who is behaving like this under any circumstances, like the, the show I did about um, kinky kids, the worst thing you can do is shame them, because that voice in their in their head will live there forever and how could they possibly want to do these normal sexual things that everybody else is doing well what would you expect i would expect they would do that too so i don't have any judgment in my space for it but i really sat with it and thought how would i want to be treated if i were someone like that and i think that's that's you know they, they talk about the golden rule and, and maybe that's what this is at, at a core level is is just allowing someone to be exactly who they are and to deny their feelings only makes it worse. If you were that mom or you were that dad and, and this was your situation, or if you are, please get into the Facebook group and let's talk about it because that's where the conversations are happening. Go to, go to facebook.com and the Facebook group is Sex Unshamed. But that's what this is about, right? Unshaming the sex. People who have special needs, does, it doesn't mean they don't have sexual desire. And people who maybe didn't, follow the traditional path of evolution in our society doesn't mean they don't have sexual desire. And so there's outlets for that. You know, I, as I think about it, it seems like there could be things for STDs, right? If you have HIV um, or you have herpes or something like that, there should be some dating sites for that. You know, then it's very clear that somebody says, okay, I'm HIV positive and therefore I'm only going to play with HIV positive people and maybe there should be a dating site for that. 
or if you have herpes or if, you know, something that, that, that acknowledges that you are someone who still has all those desires, you just don't necessarily want to infect anyone else. And you certainly don't want to harm anyone else. But if you remember, I talked, uh, gosh, it was last year, a couple years ago, where I talked to Ava and she was the sissy mistress. And so she had started that website that was just for sissies. That's what I'm talking about. There are so many opportunities here as people are home and trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up. There's a lot of opportunities here for some great sites and for some great, and for some great work to do in this world because sexual pleasure should be a pleasure for everyone. Remember to pick up a copy of my book, Blow His Mind With Your Mouth. And guys, as I get out of here today, with as much love as I can give, today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you, but you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you next time. Pervert. Pervert.